Shut up and sit down. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the twenty-first episode of Third Shift. I am one of your hosts, Eric, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Matt. Mr. Matt, as always, how has this week been treating you? It's been a great week, actually. I played the free multiplayer trial for Titanfall 2 and got totally hooked on that, so I bought that, and I've been playing with Player X, you know, off and on every other day or so, and that game is super fun. I am having a total blast with that. It's a nice, you know, nice little diversion from Battleborn and Borderlands when we're doing our thing, you know. But definitely getting into that, you know, maybe, you know, a whole week's worth of Thanksgiving leftovers, just, just pile them in my belly. Oh, so good, so fresh and, and delicious. It's the best. Be dead soon. Dead soon. <laughs> you can dream. You can dream. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, what about you, man? Uh, we've been getting ready for Christmas over here, you know. Got the tree up and all the other little doodads and diddly-doos and the kids mm-hmm. running around constantly. Yelling that Christmas should be tomorrow. <laughs> you know how that always goes. Oh, yeah. We got some of the gifts under the tree. So, you know, they're ramping up, getting excited. We bought, we busted out the old Charlie Brown Christmas. And, nice. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. And God bless all the other freaking classics, you know. Mm-hmm. Doing that. Uh, got Final Fantasy fifteen. Been immersing myself into the RPG world again. Mm-hmm. It's been quite some time. In fact, I think it was... Witcher 3 was the last time I tried to immerse myself. I was going to say, that one was kind of a failure. but uh, Sort of. I've looked back at it. I've got 17 hours in. So, I mean... <laughs> what is this? Oh, come on. It's, it, you it you haven't least... even left the intro area, have you? You haven't oh, even left oh, White crap. Orchard. Come on. I don't, hey, I was almost on my way to Skrillig or whatever the hell that <laughs> place was. <laughs> I was on my way to Skrillex land where they do the dub steps. <laughs> That's right. With a magical dubstep to you, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I got somewhere in there, but yeah, I, you know, someday that's my dream game. I'll get back to it one day in the future. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, been enjoying the heck out of it. You know, as you said, we've been getting our our usual rounds of Battleborn and some Borderlands in there, which I personally have been stoked because we've been rocking out that Ultimate. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ultimate Vault Hunter again, getting in there, uh, loving up the old characters and having a good time. Oh yeah, yeah, that's been my week, man. That's about it. Wonderful, wonderful time. (laughs) And speaking of a wonderful time, what's better than Talented Tuesday? Nothing. We all hit up Isaac last week, some awesome creations. I don't think anybody got the reference in mind. I know I actually texted Danny. Mm -hmm. I was like, does anybody know this? And she went, no, I I have no idea what that is. Nope, nope. It was over everybody's right over the head, (laughs) right over the head. I thought it was Meat Boy. You thought it was who? Meat Boy. Oh, Meat Boy. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's who I thought it was. And I'm like, mm. I don't understand what he's trying to say, but he's kicking Meat Boy, which is, I guess that's fine with me. <laughs> I hate Meat Boy, so great. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I guess I always assume, because any time I go on Twitch, The Binding of Isaac is one of like the top streamed things. And everybody on YouTube has played through it like 18 million times. They're like, oh my God, Binding of Isaac, oh, it's so great. Oh, wow. And you play like a little crying baby who shoots poop with his tears. Like, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I don't get it, but everyone loves it. So it's like, hey, here's how we do it. Binding of Isaac. Pff, screw you, crying baby. Get out of here. Well, good. Now, yeah. now, see, now that you explain it, I go, oh, my appreciation 
has gone up tenfold now. Mm, yes. I'm like, oh, you're kicking a piece of crap out of, this, out of the stage. Great. I like this. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> and I, I will say, I had no idea what Danny's was either until I read the little description on Instagram. She was like, oh, Sons of Anarchy, Border Battleborn. I was like, oh, I've never seen that show. Never cared to see that show. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I had no idea either. Mm-hmm. I was. I think this was just the week of I had no idea what anybody was doing. <laughs> it's a bizarro like, week. I, I, like, I understood okay. what yours was. Right. I got that one right off. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the that was one of those ten second <laughs> favorites. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what to do for Isaac. Uh huh. Let's just kill some fish. I don't know. We'll be in a fish jar. <laughs> I hate animals anyway. Uh, yeah, if <laughs> if I didn't have the whole binding of Isaac thing stuck in the back of my head, and Isaac came up, I was like, I don't know, maybe he's talking to a robot or a computer. I, whatever. <laughs> so I, I totally screwed you guys on that one. I'm sorry. That's all right. I think the overall they were fun. Yeah. If yeah. you got the references, great. Good for you guys. Yes, exactly. That's what we do it for. And then next week we're going to be doing Boulder per Danny's request, I believe. That's right. I got my picture done already. Yeah, it's some BS. I was I wasn't going to let you steal my reference this time. I wasn't going to let oh, it happen. Man. Already just gunning it up the day we pick, <laughs> and you're over there popping it out. I did. I well, I had to do something while I waited for the stream to start. I was like, ah, I'll just draw it. It's fine. Huh? Yeah, that's all right. I got I got a couple other ideas, so we'll be all right. All right, cool. Don't even worry about it. But yeah, of course, you can check out the preview versions on our Twitter account. Hit up the Instagram for the full versions, as usual. I think I forgot to say that last week, so there it is this week. Boom. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure most of these guys and gals know exactly where it is by now. Mm -hmm. But for anybody that's new, of course, it's always nice to post it up once in a while. Absolutely. And speaking of new, this week we got a new Borderlands 2 shift code for some golden keys. Mm Mm-hmm. So as always, it'll be in the show notes and on all the other good places you can uh, take a peek at, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. And speaking of shift codes, after the stream they released a shift code for Khaleesi's golden skin. They didn't put it on the stream. They were like, hey, follow us on you know Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. We'll put it out there. I think, personally, they were sick of me just like totally spoiling the surprise, taking a picture with my camera or a screen cap in the stream and tweeting it out before they did. Maybe Conspiracy mm-hmm. Theory Jones. I don't know. Eh? Yeah, it's your fault. This is why. This is why they can't do nice things, Matt. This is why they... I'm sorry. They make it so you have to wait till they post it. Well, they're not going to talk any about Beatrix either because I tweeted out a picture of that too. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. <laughs> Everyone that was in that stream just screaming Beatrix, Beatrix, and not paying attention to any of the other awesome content they uh-huh. were talking about. You can blame Matt for that. Yep, that's it's my fault. We're probably never even going to get it now. It'll be like December of next year. They'll be like, oh, yeah, here it is. Here you go. Exactly. Good job, Matt. Right after they're finally done with Phoebe's, you know, the last final op. Yep, yep. They'll release her. But we'll talk a little bit more about that stream later. Yes, indeed. For right now, we're going to be moving into This Week at Gearbox. dun 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 so to start this week at Gearbox off, last week as we were recording that night, they had the Game Awards, and Randy Pitchford had promised there was going to be some special announcement that day. Mm-hmm. Well, we took a peek, we listened, and uh, he sure did have an old announcement. It surprised me, however. Yeah. Um, he announced Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition, which is a remastered edition 
of obviously Bulletstorm, mm-hmm. and they're publishing it. They're not actually developing it. And also, what was he talking about? He said uh, fully remastered. Yep. If you pre-order, you're gonna get fifteen percent off, mm-hmm. and it's gonna have the Duke Nukem basically face in with all original lines from the voice actor of Duke Nukem. I was definitely surprised by this announcement because, I mean, you and I didn't break the news, but we announced it on the show like 10 episodes ago, five episodes ago, somewhere around there, when I saw the Kotaku article about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, they gave the release date and everything, which I think was like April 7th, 2017, somewhere around there. And, you know, they showed off the Duke thing. But I was surprised that that was like the big announcement because... I I don't know. I guess I assumed that everyone who listened to our podcast meant everyone in the world already knew that, you know, they were doing the publishing thing, that this was the next game up. But, I mean, even so, it was still cool to see it in action, still cool to see the uh, the Duke Nukem reskin slash VO. I don't know. I thought it was cool. I was really pumped to do see the uh, the Duke Nukem reskin mm. because I think that could be hilarious because, you know, I've played through I played through a decent chunk of Bulletstorm. I never finished it, mm. but it'd be awesome just to start r- right from scratch with obviously Duke Nukem and all his crackheaded lines. Mm. That will be fun. But like we were saying, it kind of threw me off because I just thought the Bulletstorm was, you know, everybody knew. I didn't think that was like a oh my gosh, new breaking thing here. And I was like, oh, right. what? So our conjecture land last week just went completely off base because we, we had thought everybody knew that. We're like, well, if everybody knew us about Bulletstorm, well, we got to think of something else here. Yeah, What's exactly. going on? What could it be? So I'd like to say we did have a piece of it right, though. Oh, yeah. We said, well, why don't they take, you know, while he was there doing the uh, the remastered edition of Duke Nukem, mm. just record a whole bunch of more lines to pop in somewhere else. Well, they did yeah. that at least. Yeah, like I told you over lunch, I guess we had to go way more literal because the thing that started the whole, you know, Twitter exchange was Duke Nukem's head on someone else's body. Well, that's pretty much literally what this is. And I think, you know, like I said, I've never played Bulletstorm, but I think it'll be a good fit because the one thing I remember, the one criticism I remember people having of Bulletstorm was, oh, it's just loud, crude, dumb humor all the time. Well, who better than Duke Nukem to live through all that? So, mm-hmm. I, you know, should be cool. But one thing I did want to bring up is I saw a Eurogamer article, I think it was maybe two days ago, a day ago, a day or two, whatever. Uh, they were saying that, I think the, the title of the article was Randy Pitchford Fighting Fires Over Bulletstorm Remastered. And I'm like, oh, what the hell is this? And apparently people are bitching and whining and complaining that, oh, you know, I bought Bulletstorm however many years ago, eight years ago, and now that you're doing a remastered, do I get it for free? Do I get it for a discount? And Randy said, well, no, because, you know, Bulletstorm was published by Epic Games through EA by totally different companies. And the current edition, it's People Can Fly has the rights to it, so we're just publishing the remaster for them. So, you know, totally different identities of these games, totally different companies, and people are just going into a rage on Twitter like they always do, saying, what about Darksiders? Because that was published and, you know, the remaster's done by a totally different company. Yeah, but they bought all the rights to the old game, past and present and future. So it's their game. So, you know, when you re-release your own game, sure, yeah, okay, they bought it already. Give them a discount, give them a free upgrade. Mm -hmm. But, hey, we're publishing someone else's game that they released way long ago. We can't interface with, you know, these other companies at all. Or if we do, it'd be some big legal thing. So, I mean, it just makes sense. People want a free lunch, but in this case, it's a totally different experience from what we've been seeing before. 
So you can't get your free lunch. I'm sorry. I agree. You bought a game, however many years ago it was. You enjoyed the game or you didn't enjoy the game. Doesn't matter. You bought it. You got your 50, 60 bucks were the thing right there. They never, well, first off, they never promised you anything after that. Yeah. Secondly, they're not giving you anything because it's not even them making it any longer. Mm-hmm. So, no, you don't deserve a discount or a free game. That's just ridiculous and, you know, seems, I don't know. I don't even know how someone could think that that's something they could say and get away with at all. Yeah, I mean, the you know, the free game stuff that's been coming up has been like, oh, here's an amazing bonus for you guys. Like, just because two companies did it, now it's standard? No, it's that's mm-hmm. not how it works. I don't know. I, I don't get it at all. It doesn't. <laughs> no. doesn't it doesn't like, compute. I just feel like poor Randy. You know, he's just getting thrown under the bus again for mm-hmm. no reason. It's like, you know what? Randy did a thing that made me mad before. Let's let's find a way to screw him again. Uh-huh. Oh, you de- we deserve a free game from you now. What? You're a punching bag. You did uh, another thing I didn't like. Uh, well, take this. Take that. Uh. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy cow. Mm. It's it's just preposterous. It's the preposterous hippopotamus, Matt. <laughs> Can't did, sing it anymore because then it will get in trouble. Yeah, that's we'll yeah. play the concords. Will come and find us and sue us. <laughs> They'll hit that. us with like some New Zealand. Weapon. <laughs> Beat us with New Zealand sticks. A pitchfork. <laughs> That's all they got over there, right? That's right. Oh New Zealand God. army. What's it? Seven people. In the, that... Riding sheep. <laughs> yeah, riding sheep with pitchforks. Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. I love New Zealand. Oh, yeah. It's okay, guys. I, you know, any, any guys, gals listening? Absolutely. No offense awesome. to you, New Zealand. I'm sure you're amazing. It's just, you know, Brett and Jermaine. They told me what to believe, and mm. that's what I believe. I yeah, guess. I mean, I saw the picture. They mm-hmm. were standing with a sheet by a fence. What, is, what else is there? <laughs> now for the rest, rest of the show that doesn't talk about Flight of the Concords and, and Brett and Jermaine, since probably 2% of the people listening are going to know uh-huh. what that even was about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before we go on into the battle plan, uh-oh, boom, sudden mailbag. A wild what? mailbag appears. What? Oh, my God. So the the podcast is done, right? We do the mail and we're just out of here. No, no, no. This is this is a special edition mail. Short and sweet, folks. Short. <laughs> well, <and> sweet. you wish. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Wow. Gosh. And, and Danny wishes too. <laughs> <coughs> so anyway, special edition of the mailbag here. Uh, we got a tweet from our buddy Hunter Cochran at H E Cochran on Twitter, and his question was pretty simple. He asks, "Bulletstorm, yay or nay?" I haven't played it. You're the only one with hands-on experience, so yay or nay? Hmm. <laughs> Gosh, golly, body, boo, boo, boo. This one's a toughie. Now, because it's got two answers to it. Mm-hmm. As it stands, from my knowledge of the old Bulletstorm okay. and my memories of it, I would rent it. It was fun. It was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And there was some good stuff. I liked some of the mechanics involved. The whole dynamic they got going in there was fun. Mm-hmm. The really fast-paced combo, you know. Going all that, that was pretty cool. Mm. However, it kind of it just wasn't up my alley. Okay. And now I want to say this though, the caveat because back then I didn't play besides Doom. I just wasn't a real big Doom and Halo. You know the two big popular ones. Mm. Uh, I wasn't all like oh first person stuff. Whoa, go go go! I was totally in RPGs and all that back then. Mm-hmm. That was my jam. So what I know and remember, it's definitely a renter. Okay. But being remastered, having played years and years and years of more first-person shooter games, I'm definitely open. 
Mm-hmm. I want to see a little bit more. I want to see some more of the gameplay. Yeah. And see what the visuals actually look like now. See what they've streamlined, what they've changed. And then more importantly, I want to kind of see more of Duke's lines. Yeah. I'm hoping they give another trailer with some more Duke Nukem in it. Mm-hmm. Because that's, to be honest, that's what I'm waiting for. If I get it again, which, well, I kind of have to at this point because right. you know, I do I do a podcast about Gearbox, but you know what I'm saying. If I was still regular old Johnny Joe who didn't have to give a poop about nothing, it would be waiting on Duke Nukem. Okay. Um, if, if, if that game is chock full of him talking and all sorts of unique sayings and, and he's actually interactive with the story itself, mm. like, like I'm being led to believe, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, yeah. Yeah, I'm on board. But if it is just like ten gimmicky lines that he just like repeats over and over, mm-hmm. then I'm not on board. Because like I said, it was fun, it was enjoyable, but it wasn't really my jam back then. Mm-hmm. However, it might be different. So for the moment I would say for sure it's a renter. It's worth that. I can guarantee you that. It mm-hmm. was fun and it had a lot of interesting concepts. But I'm I would wait a little bit longer and wait and see how they incorporate Duke Nukem into it. Mm-hmm. Uh what are, you know a little bit more of the visuals and what's going on with it, how they're tweaking it. Cool, sounds good. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think from what I've heard, you know, there is a story mode to it, and I think again, never having never played it, it was like you as you know the main character, and then you had like an AI, like robot dude who you interacted with as you went through, and I think there was a girl at some point. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But but I would assume if you have you know. Even that much story, you're gonna have some Duke interactions because otherwise, hey, here's a cutscene where it just like schmoops sh- <laughs> from Duke into the normal guy I'm, and he talks. That's what I'm talking about. Right. It's some wonky inclusion like that. I, I don't, I, I don't think they would do that because, man, if they, I don't know, if they did, that's just that that, that ain't cool. <laughs> I don't think that would happen. I don't imagine it, but like I said, I haven't seen enough yet to where I'm going to say, yeah, it's going to be great, and then three weeks from now, I'm going to see that it's not, and then I'm going to look stupid, so I'm not saying that. It'll just be a Duke foam head on the character's head. (laughs) With a number one side. He just runs around just looking stupid the whole game. (laughs) Constantly going back and forth between the actual voice and Duke's head. Mm, Terrible. Yeah, no, that I, I still don't believe that would happen, but we'll see. No. Exactly. I'll do Nukem. I came here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. <laughs> we just asked if you're okay. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Oh my God, Steve, can you steer that ship right? I'm here to chew bubblegum. <laughs> what the heck? What? What? <laughs> What are we even talking about? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense whatsoever. This is stupid. I don't like this. But as always, we appreciate all the feedback and the mail that you guys mm-hmm. send to us. Yep, We definitely. love to answer your questions. That's right. We do. <laughs> Matt's laughing right now because I'm making a funny face and saying it strangely, which makes him feel like what the hell's happening right now. Go do the battle plan, damn it. Oh, come on. I can't stay up till like midnight. Come on. Yes, we can. It's over now. Might as well just stay up till midnight. No, no. Let's just go all the way through. So what happened to the battle plan this week, Eric? All right. I suppose we'll move on, Matt. Let's go. Heading into the old battle plan this week. It was pretty simple, and I Mm -hmm. guess everybody should know by now there's a reason for that. Because we had an awesome stream this week. That's why. 
So we start off with the Loopocalypse that was announced this weekend. Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific time, which is 11 a.m. Eastern time. Runs through Monday at the exact same times. Everybody knows the drill with Loopocalypse by now. Increased drop rates for everything. Increased, you know, chance of better gear from packs you're opening. Lowered pack costs. All that good stuff. All the usual Loopocalypse stuff. The only difference is, man, this is the last Loopocalypse before the great change. That's true. That's true. So what's happening is they're going to be changing the entire loot system here with the next big winter update coming up, which is still unannounced. And the faction packs and all that that you can currently go ahead and choose to buy, that's all going away. Mm-hmm. And instead you're getting a core pack, which is going to, I guess, this part I'm a little woozy on because my children were running around going bananas. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's going to have like a chance at high quality gear, but it's not going to have the skins in it anymore, right? No, no, no. It is going to have the skins. They said the core loot pack will... It it was weird how they put it. They said, like, one rare or better, and then three commons, but it said it had a high chance of better stuff than that. So the one pack he opened, he got an epic and then three commons. But he said in those packs it will have, like, the entire loot table from the faction packs. So you'll have all the skins and taunts in there. Because this is going to be the only kind of pack you can buy from the marketplace mm-hmm. with credits and everything. So he said all that stuff's going to be in there. So it basically replaces all the faction packs and the rare, uncommon, and common packs. Because you can get all of that kind of stuff from these core loot packs. Oh, you know what he was saying? That's what he was saying, Matt. He was stating that some people were a little upset because uh, once the faction packs go away, it's all being dumped into the core pack. And right. the problem with that is at now the the loot pool is going to be so much larger that mm. your chances of getting that one Arendi skin or whatever skin it is you've been wanting is going to be much lower because now you're not just going and buying yourself the Rogue Pack over and over until you get that skin. Well, here I have a counter to that, too. Is I like to spread my credits around from you know faction to faction because I think I have like most of the skins, but not all the taunts. So I'm missing taunts for all these different people. I will buy five rogue faction packs, not get a single taunt in any of them. Like, okay, well, you know, I, I used up my luck on those. Let me go buy five UPR faction packs. I won't get a single skin or taunt in any of those. I feel like it's 10% chance to get a taunt or a skin out of a pack. I'm spreading that chance around between all these factions versus here's one pack. Maybe I have a 5% chance of getting it. But it's rolling through all those skins and taunts and loot table, you know, that whole loot table all at once versus splitting it off into little bits and bobs here everywhere. Yeah, I got what you're saying. Basically, overall, it's a better chance of getting a skin or taunt because there's so many more in this one package. That's what I'm hoping, at least. Maybe my bad luck will just continue and I'll never get a skin or or taunt again. That would make me happy. but I know it would. Because then somebody else could live in my world. I've been living in that world for a while. That's why I don't <laughs> buy packs anymore. I gave up on that. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, it's the Loopocalypse this weekend. So everybody needs to get out there, rock out the story modes, get in the PvP, get yourself some credits, get all the good mm-hmm. stuff. Because this is indeed, per Randy Varnell, who has been about 70% correct in things he says. <laughs> 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 the last loot apocalypse before uh, the big switch up. So mm-hmm. if you guys are still just interested in only getting five thousand rogue 
Faction Packs, this is your last opportunity to do it with all the credits you can possibly get your hands on this yep. weekend. And then we moved on to there. They went on to a little nerf. They had a hot fix on Cleese, and they went ahead and changed this taser up. Yeah, it was a, it was a kind of a strange change up for me. They said they reduced the initial taser range by 30%, but they increased the sustain range to compensate for that. So if any of you guys listen to our Ombra episode, it sounds like they're doing to his taser what Ombra's staff does now. Like you have to run into really close range to activate it, but then it will stay on people even as they're running away from you. Now, I don't really understand this. Maybe they really like the idea of like running up and hooking a leash on a dog's collar and then like you can control him as he's running away. I don't I don't get it. Well, I get it. They must love, like you said, they must they just must love this whole dynamic, you know, mm-hmm. hey, get in close, attach a damage. Basically, it's a dot, but you have yeah. to maintain the dot. So right, instead of right. you just doing it and walking away, you uh what do they call those sustained dots? I don't know. Sustained like activated dots cuz you got to you got to hold yeah, it. Yeah, cuz you them. have to actually hold the button and and go with them. Right. But that's basically exactly what they're doing. They're just mm-hmm. adding a new sustained dot. And letting you run around just like with Ombra and, and let everybody get pissed off. Yeah, I was going to say the only thing I can understand about it is it, you know, it makes Khalees a little more risky to play because you got to get in close versus just I'm r- wandering around holding down my taser button and as soon as you got in range, bzzz, then I just, you know, zap you forever. But mm-hmm. it's just still that weird, I got in close, but now you're running away, but I don't have to follow you really. I can just. Let it go and go and go, and once you get close to that max range where it'll drop off, then I can kind of, you know, Follow take behind. a few shuffle steps up and just keep damaging you the whole way. Mm-hmm. And I found the right word, channeled. Channeled that. Yeah, there you so go. So basically the whole time you have to hold the button and then maintain it. You have to maintain the dot. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they're just a fan of doing it. And yeah, I guess. I'm, I'm not happy about it because I <laughs> I hate Ombras, so now I get to just hate Cleases too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like fantastic! Oh yeah. Now I can now I can for sure die, whenever Cleese gets close to me. That's right. Except for that's not true because I'm Phoebe and I'm just gonna go ahead and phase gate out and you suckers ain't killing nobody. I was gonna say you're gonna be he'll have to be up in your face anyway, so you can hit him with your swords regardless. So I'm not really worried about it because I can murder him quicker than he can murder me. So yeah, it'll it'll be weird. I just that whole dynamic just seems strange to me. So that was it for the hot fixes. They went ahead into the community spotlight, but instead of doing the usual where they highlight somebody doing something cool in the community, uh, they said since they skipped out on lore last week, they would just do an Uber lore this week. And it was a it was an email conversation back and forth between Beatrix and I'm not sure who the other character was. Was that Phoebe the whole time, or just Phoebe referenced Phoebe in that first part? No, no, no. I don't, I don't think it was her at all. I think it was one of the, her generate higher-ups. Yeah, that's what I thought, but yeah. it caught me confused that first uh, that first interaction where they were referencing Phoebe and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the heck are they talking about? And then I kept reading, and, and it sounded just like uh, one of the superior commanders in the generate army was just basically trying to course Beatrix into doing something for military or... Uh, military mm-hmm. research, basically. She kept getting all her proposed projects shot down because they were, you know, oh, too much budget or too weird of a scope or too, like, hey, let's get all the test subjects to eat chocolate because everyone likes chocolate. I, I don't know. It's kind of weird. But, I mean, it was funny and it was cool. And the, yeah. for the, it was the first actual glimpse other than concept art or chibi art we've actually seen of Beatrix or her personality or anything like that. So I definitely thought it was cool. Yep. 
I enjoyed it. Uh, it was definitely long, so you know, make sure you got a minute yeah. to go ahead and read it. But uh, worthwhile. So if you guys want to check that out, as always, go to the latest battle plan and mm-hmm. take a peek. And beyond that, I think it was stream time, wasn't it? Big old two-hour stream. I got two pages of notes here. Gonna try and buzz through it, kind of, you know, as fast as possible. But you know, hit all the major points. Uh, one thing I did want to say is I think this was probably my favorite stream that they've done because with that two-hour, you know, big two-hour time fill, they could let Randy off his leash, just let him kind of like run the show that whole first half, going off about this and that and the other thing and how this relates to that and do 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 do, just do his thing. Let him run free. I really enjoyed that part of it. But running down the notes here, first off, they showed off a medieval skin set that's going to be available in the store again at some point in the future. Medieval skins for Galilea, Phoebe, Oscar Mike, Arendi, Benedict, and Atticus. All really cool skins. Like I said, right at the start of the stream, so you should definitely check those out. I was I was excited and to see those. I love medieval mm. anything. You know, I'm a little fantasy nerd as you know most mm. of us are. Well, I shouldn't say that. I have no idea what any of you guys are. I don't fucking like swords exactly. and dragons. You dick. I'm not a I'm not a fantasy nerd. I hate wizards this guy. are stupid. Who do you think he is presumptuous <laughs> bastard. <laughs> uh, I was I was really stoked to see him. I was like, oh yeah. However, where the hell are my freaking Christmas skins? Or, or hey, boy, hey, holiday festivity skins, festive skins, festive skins, holiday skins. You know, I was, I was, ah, I thought for sure I was gonna get some Santa action going, some elf action Mm. going, you know, some snowman action going, Kelvin snowman. Oh, come on. Oh, that's, that's just a given right there. That's too easy. It would have been perfect. Mm -hmm. So, that I saw those and I went, oh my god, those are freaking sweet, and I was excited and ah. But then I went, but, but this probably means no Christmas ones. Oh, excuse me, mm-hmm. no holiday ones. <laughs> <laughs> no wintertime skins. Yeah, exactly. Wintertime. Let's dumb that down even more. <laughs> we can't have oh, but holidays. It, but it's summer in the in the southern hemisphere, so <laughs> no December skins. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. We just can't have skins. Aww. <laughs> oh, my God. So definitely stoked, but still a little mm. sad. I'm hoping that they surprise us with at least one or two little, you know, holiday skins. Or like we said before, you know, you can make a sentry into, like, a big snowman with big spider legs. He's got the big oh, ball. God. It could be a snowman head. and Just take, well, just go, take the asset you got in Borderlands 2. You know, the Borderlands 2 DLC and just dump it in the Battleborn. Giant old snowman, bada bing, bada boom. It's that easy. Snowman hunt PvP mode. There exactly. Done. <laughs> Handled. But see, no, I bet that's what they'll do. Hey, snowman hunt, it'll be uh, Arendi as the crazed little girl and Kelvin. I'm going to scope you into a snowman. No! <laughs> God, it hurts. <laughs> there you go. Boom. Another free idea. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Welcome, Gearbox. <laughs> team of Arendis versus the team of Kelvins. That's it. That's, that's the worst mode ever. Oh, I, oh. <laughs> It's been bad dreams and bad nightmares and everything else with that. Uh-huh. Both sides of that. Never, no, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so next up, they showed off the, the new player experience part of the update. This was, you know, pretty much the stuff that we saw in the, you know, early release bits saying that all 25 characters are going to be unlocked from the start, all 25 base characters. They showed off the, the quest system a little bit. They kind of 
they kind of said two different things about it, which is another kind of maybe 70% correct Randy Varnell uh, dialogue time. Mm-hmm. But they said, they said, you know, you'd get daily quests and you could stack up to three, but then like 30 seconds later they said you'd have a daily quest, you'd have a quest that would reset every three days, and then one that would reset every week. So you would have three quests to do at any one time versus stacking up three daily quests that, you know, one would expire the next day or anything like that. But the only one that they showed off was just, you know, it's a pretty simple one, kill 60 minions. I think it was a daily quest, which seems a little bit high, but not, you know, not anything terrible. That's like two matches, maybe. I was going to say, you do one one algorithm and you got that done. Yeah, that's true. That wouldn't be too bad. That's not mm-hmm. far off. Yeah. Or go do a meltdown, for God's sakes. Well, you know, all I've got, I've got to just, like, kill the galt, right? I don't have to pay attention to minions and meltdown. Uh, then we right? don't, what? Hey. We don't kill minions and meltdown. I'm supposed to go find and hunt down everybody. <laughs> now, speaking of learning the game, they showed off the two kind of tutorial slash learn the game type modes. Uh, first up was just the versus tutorial. Basically starts off just a one-player tutorial. Nova walks you through a really simplified incursion map. Like, it's just... One little tiny lane, you face off against an AI person, and the whole time she flies around and directs you to where to go, and you know she'll fly over to a buildable. You follow her over there. This is what a buildable is. This is how you build it. This is what it does for you, that kind of thing. So definitely good for new players. They said after you go through it once as a single player, you can do a 3v3, so you can bring in, you know, if you and I wanted to teach Howard how to play Incursion, terrible idea, but if we wanted to do that, we could bring him in, you know, face off against bots and be like, hey, Howard, this is how you do it instead of ruining our entire game playing against actual people. I, I like the idea because yeah. I was just thinking that actually the other day when uh, old Howard was telling us a story about how he can't do anything yet in the game. I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's not going to be really enjoyable in our first match or two yeah. when he's basically just completely useless. Mm-hmm. So this would actually solve that. Instead, mm-hmm. we go into this little training mode where I don't have to get angry or or anything because, uh, well, that's the whole purpose of this <laughs> is yep. to train him what the heck to do. There's nothing, that, you know, nothing on the line. So mm-hmm. I like it. A lock and of sp- law. And speaking of nothing on the line, they also showed off the dojo mode, which they said you, you know, you pick a, a character, you go in and you start at level five. So you get to pick your helixes up to level five, and then you get a minion. It's basically you're looking at, you're looking across a hallway at Nova, and down this hallway marches a minion wave every 45 seconds. So you get to just be in there, you know, use all your skills, get to know how to use your attacks, all that stuff, on a minion wave. They said they, they the minions get a little stronger every 45 seconds. So, you know, you get a feel for how how things go. And they, they said you start out with, like, 100,000 100,000 shards, so if you bring gear in, you get to activate all your gear, see how it works, all that stuff, and then just talk to Nova when you're done. It'll boot you back out to the main screen. Yeah, this is something that everybody's been asking for for a while, and mm. we've mentioned it before on the podcast as something they should pop in in different iterations. Yeah. And this is not only for new players, but this is for everybody in general, because unless you're just a master of everybody, I suppose. That's which, me. That's me. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> But like myself, I can't figure Kelvin out to save my life here. Mm. So this will be perfect. I can go into dojo, and without having someone up my rear end murdering me every two seconds, 
I can go ahead and learn how these skills work, look at the timing of them and get it right, et cetera, mm. et cetera. I don't think this is a mode I would ever use just because, you know, if I want to learn a new character, I can run through a story mode. Then I can at least get loot. I don't have to really worry about it because it's just a story mode, you know, run through on normal. But definitely for new players or people who just want to test someone out for, you know, five, ten minutes. Well, that's kind of where I was getting at. That's yeah. I'd want to test killing out for five, ten minutes. I don't want to go through a thirty-five minute story mode to test a character out. That's yeah. I don't have that uh, kind of time when you got two little monkeys who want to fling poo around the house and do God knows what else. Well, I, I think for me, this is one of those moments where I'm sitting there as an old grumpy man with my arms crossed, going, "I didn't need this. Why do people need this? Just play the damn game." And I thought, no, don't be stupid. People like tutorials. People have been talking about them, discussing them on Twitter ever since we started following the game. So for months and months now. So, again, just something good for new players or people who want to practice. I don't know. Look, hey, looks cool. Dr- it's a dream come true for those who have been craving it, man. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, what, that's what Gearbox's whole thing is with this winter update is bring in as much as they can that everyone's been asking for to the game. Now, going on to the returning player experience part of the stream, which was the bulk of it, they said real quick they were talking about PS4 support, which we saw in the you know the announcement bit that they did a few days ago. They said that this is going to be awesome performance on PS4, Xbox One S, but they also said that for every player, even on just regular PS4s, PCs, all that stuff, performance is going to be better across the board. So, you know, certain maps that have slowdown, Echelon, Monuments, they said it, sh- it should run better. All-, all these things should be maybe not completely fixed, but at least better. Well, they're bumping everything up to 60 frames per second. Yes, that's true, too. That's a game changer right there, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to feel like you're whizzing around, like you're some kind of, like you got a rocket up your butt mm-hmm. the whole time when it changes to 60 frames per second. So I'll, ha- I'll have to play Kelvin. <laughs> this is too fast. I'm going to be slow. <laughs> I'm going to go the slowest character possible. <laughs> so I'm interested to see how that works because, like I've said, from past experience with other games like Destiny moving to Halo, uh, you mm-hmm. know, Destiny's at 30 frames per second, Halo's at 60. You go oh, okay. from Destiny into Halo. And you feel like you're some kind of like a Mario Kart situation going on. You're flying all over the freaking place. So wow, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with Call of Duty and whatnot like that. You know, you're just oh, yeah, zipping yeah, around. Okay. Whereas on 30 frames, it's clunkier, slower. You feel like you got weight to you. So I'm interested to see if it's going to maintain that, but just be a little smoother, or whether it's mm-hmm. going to pick up and you know the gameplay itself is going to be faster. Time will gotcha. tell. Dun, yeah, dun, dun, dun. yeah I've, I've never had the direct comparison like that, at least that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know, it'll be cool. I'm looking forward to it. So am I. I was like, I was pleasantly surprised because when they said they were going to be supporting the PS Pro, I, you know, immediately I just went, ah, crap, well, no. They'll kick things up a notch for the PS4, you know, pro players, and we'll just basically keep what we got, which is fine, mm-hmm. but still, I you know, that whole other subject for a whole other podcast Yeah, yeah. would be my opinion on the PS4 Pro. Up next, Randy was showing off like all the new menus, all kinds of different stuff. Like I said, just kind of breeze over a lot of that. I thought the UI cleanup that they did was really nice, though. I thought all the menus looked really sharp. They went with kind of like a a really clean, translucent blue kind of look to the menus versus the giant blocks of green everywhere that just like cluttered up the screen. All all this green, giant blocks of green. It looks a lot smoother. A lot looks a lot more like professional now, like clean and sharp and. Well done. I I really like the look of everything. Some of it was pretty subtle, but uh, some of those, Mm -hmm. you know, changes. But 
if you really looked at it, and especially if you had the game pulled up next to you and you could see what it was or what mm. it is currently, yeah. it does. It's just it's much sharper, just yeah. a lot cleaner. It feels uh, I don't know what's the right word, airier. No, that's a bad. That's a terrible word. I don't even think it is a word, but I I know what you mean though. Yeah. It feels it feels like it, before a lot of those sections were just blocked off by these green giant mm. blocks. Versus with it translucent, you can see the background because they put in a new background. Yeah. There's like a like a little floor with the Battleborn symbol on it and a little galaxy up in the background. It looks like you're actually in a place versus this is the screen where the character stands and it's green. Precisely. Yeah. So nothing huge in that part, but it's just nicer. And you can tell they put some detail and love in it. Yeah, it felt a lot nicer as they were going through all the menus. They were teasing a lot of stuff, teasing a lot of Beatrix. I caught one screen cap of her like little... Not her ability screen, but a little teaser of the her little write-up and some ability icons. I put that up on the Twitter. They also teased very slightly the new PvP mode, which is going to be called Supercharge. And the icon for that was a shepherd bot over like a little area on the ground. So I'll get the canoe real quick, and I'm going to say it's going to be something like Capture, where you have to push or guide your shepherd bot to an area on the ground where it would charge it up. And the enemies can come and blow up your shepherd, bring their shepherd over, charge it up. That that's my guess. See, I was going here, I'm going on a limb. I'm going crazy mm. here. Okay. I'm thinking there's gonna be a shepherd bot standing on an island floating up above it. And okay. you gotta pick a partner and get in a rowboat. And you gotta tap B. It's like they're gonna incorporate Battleborn tap into Battleborn. And you're gonna tap, tap, tap a roo while he's shooting lasers at you guys. <laughs> And the first team, the first team, the first team to get to that island that wins the game. Well, you can you can tell we crossed the nine thirty barrier because of that crap. That was, that was a good one. Come on, what a, what well, a game that'd be. Well, Howard will love it because it'll be tap 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 root. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, I. Overall, I agree with what you're saying. Probably it's gonna be something along those lines. Some kind of area control with mm-hmm. your with your friendly neighborhood shepherd bot. Yep. I concur. They said also with this update, there'll be a lot of new titles, a lot of new boosts. They showed off or talked about two of them. One is a loot boost, which is going to give you even more loot drops in whatever mode you're playing. And one, which sounded really cool, was the VIP pass. They said this was a really expensive boost, but when you were playing a game, it would give you basically... You know, you'd pick your character, it would give you every single unlock for that character. You would get all the skins, all the taunts, all the mutations. And not only for you, but for anyone else you were grouped up with, everyone else would have that boost. I mean, we have a lot of unlocks for our characters, so we're not like, you know, starting off with level one. But Mm -hmm. that's definitely something awesome. If you happen to get in a group with somebody who's got that, just, oh, hey, look. At all these options I have now. Well, and what was really sweet was, you know, before he mentioned it, I was like, well, how the heck are any, is anybody else going to know they have all these skins unlocked all the time? And he mm-hmm. said, well, guess what? Anybody who's got that sucker popped on, instead of your title being there, it's going to be replaced with this snazzy little thing telling everybody that you're a VIP son of a gun and you've yep. just been hooked up. So you'll know because you'll see that and you'll go, oh, look at that. I can do whatever I want because old boy's with me in the group. They said they were also overhauling the marketplace a little more, so you were going to get way more credits for PvP matches than you do currently and way more loot in story matches. I think Grant, it was either Grant or Randy was saying you would get almost like 30 times more credits for a PvP match in the future than you do now. 
Yeah, I didn't remember who mentioned that. But but I think that's definitely necessary because, I mean, if you only have one kind of pack to buy, you need to be stockpiling these credits. And the way it is now, sometimes you get, oh, I got 200 for 30 minutes. Which is nothing, you know. Yeah. I've complained about that forever because it's like, wow, mm-hmm. two matches, you know, sometimes it's all I can do in a night. Yeah. And that's almost nothing to show for it. I'm like, okay, well, mm-hmm. maybe in a week I'll be able to get a pack. Sweet. <laughs> Speaking of packs real quick, we talked about the core loot pack replacing the faction packs. They said those faction packs will still be there for level up rewards. There'll still be drops in the game. You could do them, you know, get commander packs from the ops and everything. So they'll still be around, but you won't be able to buy them. And speaking of leveling up and getting rewards, maximum command rank is going up to 150, and maximum character rank is going up to 20. They said with command rank, you will get a legendary pack and a new title every 10 ranks. Uh, With characters, you'll get faction packs every rank up from 16 to 20, and you'll get a new title at 17 and 20. They said the 17 title is going to be the internal dev name for the character, like Papa Shotgun or Water Monk for Alani. Water, it was Water Hippie. Water Hippie for Alani. And then what else did they have there? They had a couple others. <laughs> but, I'm not sure it was Water uh, Hippie. It was, it was Water Hippie. I am 100% certain Water <laughs> Hippie. But, uh, yeah, 17 was those, and 20 was the fan the fan favorites, right? So I'm looking forward to Sneaky Poo being the title for a level 20 Pendles. And then Fat Chicken for Ernest. Yes, exactly. I was trying to think of what other third shift terms we have, and I was tro- totally drawing a blank. Danny had a good one. She was saying a level 20 Galt would be fire shells, you know, because <laughs> we can't say that other word. No. Incendinary. 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 Oh, my God. Uh, One last thing, in the returning player experience, they said that diamond rank scores will now be available in all story modes, on all difficulties, so I'm looking forward to never getting one of those. I was going to say, if you'd have just said I'm looking forward to getting those, I was about to just go nuts, because I can't even get you to get on and do your goals, let alone get some diamonds. Uh, Excuse me, we try, but we usually fail. Well, when beers are involved... It doesn't help. Well, well, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd play during the week, but you're playing Final Fantasy. No, oh, bull crap. Get on <laughs> earlier before Final Fantasy was out. Where's Maddie? <laughs> <laughs> I want to read my book today. Uh, I don't want to interact with humans. Exactly. But for those of you who are interested, the diamonds are out. Well, they will be out. And yes. I, for one, am super stoked about it, even though, as we just said, I'll probably never get them because mm. I don't really have anybody uh, to roll with to do it. And, hey, Eric, you could just do it solo. And it's kind of tough to do yeah. even gold solo. The highest I ever get is silver. Mm-hmm. And, like, no matter how well I do, I can run through as, you know, some character I'm amazing with and still just, oh, look, it's silver. God, jeez, come on. Yeah, I thought I did perfect there. What the heck? Mm-hmm. So you kind of need a buddy. At least one, preferably yeah. a whole team, though, if you want to especially go for these golds and these, uh, you know, few soon-to-be diamonds. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, maybe we'll have to team up with some of our listeners and get at least a couple of them, for goodness sakes, to see how difficult they actually are. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm curious, you know, they said they think they found a sweet spot for what they consider a diamond run-through to be, and I'm mm-hmm. interested to know what they think that spot is. 
Yeah, I, I'm definitely interested too. You as your Phoebe, me as our as the Oscar Mike. We usually do pretty amazing, and even then, we still sometimes don't get the gold. So I'm definitely interested to see. Hey, us and a, you know a team of actual other good people. Hey, we did really awesome. What did we get? How how hard is it to do this? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it's going to have to come down to getting every single chest, and yeah. then of course just being efficient about it, mm-hmm. as as is the case anyway. But just yeah. ten times more so. I'm nervous. Get your big boy pants on. Oh, excuse me. I'm getting scared now. I'm talking myself out of it. <laughs> all right. We won't do it. We won't do it. We'll it's go for right. bronze. That's all right. Yeah, Shoot well, for bronze. Silver's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so after that whole big section, they talked about balance changes. A ton of stuff. We're not going to cover them here, especially because the update isn't even, even out for however many weeks. Mm-hmm. So once we get more detailed patch notes, we'll be able to go through that, talk to you guys about that. One thing they did talk about was tweaks to the PvP matches that are going to be coming up. They said a couple minor tweaks to Incursion and Face-Off. Nothing big. They didn't even go into them, really. They said for Capture, there's going to be, I think, three major changes. Uh, first, you're going to start at level 3 with 500 shards. It'll let you, you know, get your, get your toes in the water, get some skills up, buy some gear. Instead of just, you know, I'm a scrub at level 1, and this team's way better than me. I don't even have a chance. They're level 5 already. You know, it, it'll help you strategize a little bit more. You can put on gear and be effective. Well, not to mention, you can actually use the character. You know, because as Randy yeah. was saying, and as I've noticed a million times, because as much as I hate and want, love to talk about capture, yeah. I like that mode because it's short, it's quick, and if you get a group who knows what they're doing, it's real simple. Take the bases, you mm. win. Simple. Yeah. But oftentimes, even on teams where I'm winning, max, I'll be a character you know five six level six at tops yeah and it's like that seems kind of silly you're not even utilizing half your skills you know Mm -hmm. in the in the fashion that you want to use them anyway right and then the same with gear you're like okay there's no way in heck i'm gonna waste time going around getting these varelsi i'm not gonna get enough kills uh to get the you know the shards i need and everything else Mm -hmm. to get this gear so what am i gonna do oh i'm just gonna get three whites not only am i get three whites but i'm just gonna get three scrub whites you know the free ones yep. the zero cost. Get the free whites yep. so you're just gonna go pop 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 let's move and groove away we go mm-hmm. this gives you that opportunity to actually say you know what hang on a second i'm getting 500 shards that's two cheapy greens that's one good blue and then or that's a nice step towards my legendary and or an epic you know or i can mm-hmm. get you know any combination it allows you to at least look at some of your other pieces and and play around with it. Yeah, I was definitely thinking about it while he was talking about it. It's like, you know, even in that situation, you could bring your free shard generator and get a nice blue and mm-hmm. then be well on your way to something, you know, building up even before you've left the base. Yeah. So I definitely agree. I was always bringing free stuff into capture. And, I mean, I only play pendles in capture just because why would you ever not play pendles? So my free stuff works pretty well for him. But like you said, like Randy said, like everybody said, it's a great opportunity to like broaden your horizons in this mode. I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna change the game up. I really mm-hmm. do. Uh, for those that are in there, I think it's just gonna make it a lot funner. And mm-hmm. for myself, now I'm really looking forward to get in there and play because I think now a lot more people have a chance to actually shine. And speaking of changing the game up, the next change was they're reducing the capture time on the pads to six seconds. They didn't say what it was before, but it seemed like, you know, about a minute when I'm standing there as an invisible pendles trying to cap alpha and there's nobody there. Oh, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And right as I'm starting to finally 
actually capture it for the team. Oh, here finally comes somebody, and they see me because they're the good player, and now i got to run away. Versus, you know, doing what I'm supposed to do. Run, 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 cap, run, cap, run, cap, run, cap. So this is definitely a welcome change for me. It'll be much more fast-paced because you're allowed to just get hop, skip, hop, skip, mm-hmm. which also worries me, though, because it, it's so quick. Now you're going to have a whole bunch, like you just said, pendles just hiding right off, you know, right off to the side. Oh, yep. cap, run off, and then eight seconds, six seconds later, boom, he's already taken it back. So the frustration levels might be very high as well. <laughs> so it's a damn good thing we got our old man cranky when we did because – there were some borderline moments in that match. I don't think we would have got it oh, if cap no. time was only six seconds. Mm-hmm. No, nope. running from Bravo back over to Alpha, you know, and oh, uh-huh. nick of time. Jeez, oh, please. Yeah, that that last sliver before they mm-hmm. got it. Oh, man. Oh. Now, last change for capture is they said, Varelsi, killing Varelsi won't automatically level you up. It'll spread the XP across your whole team, so you won't be getting those players who are level 8 while you're still level 2 just because they're awesome at killing Varelsi and just sucking up all the XP and leveling up and destroying everybody. So again, a nice way to balance it out. Make it, you know, if you do have an awesome person who's good at killing Varelsi, he's helping the whole team. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was awesome because then, just yeah. as they said, you can send one person off. Hey, kill Varelsi. That's your whole freaking gimmick. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, boost, 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 level, 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 level. All of a sudden, you're overpowering your enemy because you're just mm-hmm. way above them in your levels, and so your you know your skills are just better. Yeah, so I was like, oh dang, man, just oh tons of stuff. Love capture. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Now, the only remaining PvP mode also got some major changes. They changed up Meltdown. They're calling it Meltdown Finale because they said they wanted more competition and kind of ways for teams to come back from just getting stomped. Basically, what's happening in this mode is you're going to play to 300 instead of 500. Grinders are going to move after 150. And the team that's in the lead, once somebody hits 300 or hits the 20-minute time limit, you'll go into basically a sudden death mode. And the team that's in the lead will get ultra minions like basically big giant mx bots with spikes on their shoulders and stuff and if one of those gets to the opposite grinder then you win but as the defensive team you can blow up their ultra minions then a new wave will spawn you guys will get a level one ultra minion and the you know the team that's in the lead that has the advantage will have like a level two and it'll just keep rolling and rolling and rolling like that so if you manage to kill the ultra minions of the opposite team and get yours into the grinder, then you will win, even if you were down, you know, 300 to nothing beforehand. What do you think about this one, Eric? Well, I want to say that this sounds awesome. And before I really state why it's awesome, I want to say there's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people um, stating what's the point of this game anymore. Because you're, you're getting a 300 points, but no matter what, even if you're dominating the other team, that team mm-hmm. still has a chance now because of this finale version. The whole point of this those points get you the either level two or level three super minion at the yeah. end. And just like Grant kept saying, if you dominate the other team and you end up getting a, you know level three super minions, the other team's chances are significantly lower at getting those guys stopped before yeah. they win. So there's still a huge point in getting 300 points before the other mm-hmm. team does. And not only just getting the 300 points, but dominating them because... I think, as they said, it could be level two, it could be level three, so depending on what the point difference is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a huge point to getting points. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. That was awful. Yes. This is great. 
Oh, oh man. But it, that, to me, sounds like a blast. So not only did they take it from 500 down to 300, but they added this whole different mode at the very end that, hey, you know what, this team was better than us, but we still have a freaking chance in hell here. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important part because I love Meltdown, but I swear to goodness, yeah, I have the just terrible luck in Meltdown. I, every mm-hmm. group I get in just seems to not really have it together, and we generally just really get beat up quite a bit. So mm-hmm. when we get meltdown, I'm kind of like, all right, I'm gonna lose this match. And of course, you don't, you don't want to have that attitude. But I try my right. best. But just generally speaking, it's everyone's randomly running all over the place. It's just a holy god. Well, this mm-hmm. way, if there's at least two or three of us in a group, and we're like, all right, let's let's coordinate here. Oh, we lost by, you know, they got 300, we only got 110. That's okay. Here's their level two bots. We we as a three man group can go. We got a chance to destroy those dang bots and yep. still push for the team. So just it makes it it makes it a little fairer for you know a team that doesn't have the coordinated group that might be you know up against you. During the initial description of this, I was doing my old man frown with my arms crossed, going, "Well, but if I if I, if I, if I beat them, why why should they have a chance to get come back?" And then I thought about it more, and it's like, well, I've been squashed in meltdown five hundred to like eighty six before. And it would have been nice to at least have a chance in those final moments. You're like, all right, this is the last push. We got to kill these two giant minions. And, you know, it's at least something. You at least have a hope. At least adrenaline gets going and there's a chance Mm. to do something. Whereas if it's 470 to 22, how many times does that happen? And how many times have you just kind of been like, and you just, "Ah, I guess I'll just try to kill this Arendi who's annoyed me the whole match. But, you know, you're not trying anymore. You do that really half-hearted run out of the base, and, oh, I'm Thorin, I'm putting my stuff down in the lane. Oh, I died because I didn't really care because mm-hmm. we're just going to lose. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely kind of brought my thinking around a little bit. It'll be frustrating if we ever manage to win 300-0, to zero to that, and they manage to come back on us. But from the other side, it'll at least give us something to fight for, like I said. But as was stated, we'll have level 3 minions... Yeah, and the chances are pretty dang low as long as we mm. are staying as coordinated as we apparently were throughout the whole match. <laughs> I was gonna say we've had a couple of pretty close shutout victories, and it—I mean, we were pretty miraculous in our gameplay there. Mm-hmm. If we do manage to pull that off again, we'll we'll manage to you know keep them keep them down. Although Grant did say that they in their play tests of this new mode, they've had teams completely tank the opening round just do nothing but get shards, get their gear up, level up, you know, different ways, and then come back and smash the other team who has the advantage. So, uh, you know, you know, different strategies will play out, I guess. Hey, all things are possible in Dreamland. It's true. <laughs> all right, last but not least, they're talking about character select and two slash three different ways of doing it. The default character select is going to stay, you know, roughly the same. They said characters will be grouped by role, attackers, defenders, supports, and kind of characters who are kind of in the middle. Beautiful change, by the way. Beautiful. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. They said now you can back out from any choice that you've made. Beautiful change. Beautiful change. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And then one that I have seen be controversial on Twitter is now you can see what the enemy has selected, which I think is amazing. I think it needed to be there from the start just because, oh, look, like we've said a thousand times, we could have k- picked characters that can reveal appendles. We didn't know there was going to be appendles, 
oh, look, there's a Pendles. Now we're screwed because we didn't pick those characters. Now, I've seen people, I think Solus was one of them on Twitter, saying that, you know, oh, if you can see their characters and they can see yours, you're going to be doing nothing but counterpicking the whole time. I don't really think people are going to get that deep into it unless we were doing like an actual competitive mode. But, you know, just random scrubs you're going to see in queue, they're going to pick their favorite no matter what because that's what people do now anyway. You can get down to the last pick. We don't have a tank or we don't have a healer. I'm just going to be Oscar Mike. Well, you know, I don't think people are going to get that into it. You could, sure, but I don't think people will. And see, this is why these changes are bad mamba-jamba because, oh, Johnny Juju didn't want to pick a tank. Well, okay, back out. I'll pick a tank. Boom. Exactly. That's awesome. But on top of that, you, now you can see the enemy's picks. So mm-hmm. say nobody picks a healer. Well, neither did anybody on the other team. Okay, we're fine. We don't yeah. have to have a healer because they don't. So now it's just mm-hmm. DPS versus DPS. Mm-hmm. We can go with this. Or, yeah. well, hey, let's get a slight advantage. Pop, pop, I pop a healer in and we roll out. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's all good. And, you know, the argument that people just start counterpick, 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 match never goes, people leave. I don't see it. It's no. like it's not that deep. It, it yeah. isn't. <laughs> oh, he picked Kelvin. I, well, I mean, I can't be these three people. I got to come back in and reiterate everything. Oh, no, I don't think mm-hmm. that. Yeah, definitely agree. So that's the basic default c- character select, which is going to be in the general PvP queue for everyone to choose. Now, they also said they're going to be implementing a draft mode, which, again, MOBA players like me have been wanting and looking forward to for a while. This is going to be a pick-ban system, so each team is going to get two bans, and then you're going to be able to pick you know, your characters. Now, the only example they showed of this was Elisa in a private match against bots, and I didn't notice if each pick was exclusive to both teams. Like, if Team B picked Thorn, A couldn't pick Thorn. Yes, I think it, it was. It was that way? Yes, it was okay. exclusive. So if one All team right. had Thorn, the other team could not have Thorn. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty right, sure cool. that's what I saw. Nice. Well, I mean, that makes sense. If cause... I'm wrong, well, holy cow, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it definitely, I mean, if anyone's played a MOBA before, this is, I mean, this is pretty basic. Whoever rolls as the lead or the first character in the queue will get to ban one person, and then I think it's... Team A's first player bans, Team B's first player bans, then those players pick, and then the next person down gets to ban, and then only two bans per team, so you don't get to like take out half the roster. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, pretty standard. Seemed pretty standard to you, too, yeah, right? Nothing, nothing special, nothing out of the ordinary. The only thing to note is this is, as you already said, I believe, an option. This, is, yes. you know, this isn't standard. This isn't going to be the default. So for any of you that were worried that this was going to replace the current system and you weren't on board with it, it's not. Default's mm-hmm. still default. This is just going to be an option for those wanting to do tourneys and uh, get on a different game. Yeah, I think Randy said they were looking to implement it as like a special queue, like they have with Bird Hunt, like they have with you know so many of the other like test queues, Chaos Rumble, that kind of thing. They they'd start it there and then. You know, hopefully it would be just a permanent option. I guess it would depend on, you know, the player base and how how they like to split it. If anybody's utilizing it. I think they'll yeah. leave it in regardless just because for those that are interested in doing any tourney-style stuff, that's just mm-hmm. what you want to be doing. So yeah. why not just put it in and leave it in? You already built it. Yeah, and then an additional mode that kind of kind of builds on this is a captain's pick mode, which each team gets a captain, 
And they said this was only going to be available in private matches. So this is straight up tournament time. You're building a custom match for Team A versus Team B. The captain gets to ban all the characters, and then each each teammate gets to pick his character. But another one of the twists on this is those characters can be like fluxed between each player. So if you know player one bans and then he picks Thorn, but he doesn't want to play Thorn, but he knows player four is an awesome Thorn. So once your team has selected all its characters, any any member can pick out of that pool. It's basically, you know, League has been doing this in ranked queues for forever in, you know, in competitive modes. If you watch, you know, the, the LCS, this is how it always happens. Player two will pick, you know, the tank, but player one is always, you know, or player five is always the tank. So they shuffle it up after the picks and bands are made. You just got to take a peek at it and, and mm. see how the systems run. But in, yeah. in general, it's definitely for uh, organized groups. It's for tournaments. Yes. It's not meant for just general Johnny Schmoe's public eye. Mm. They definitely showed a little run-through of it, again, in the stream, just Elisa versus bots. But, you know, if you slow it down, you listen to what they're saying, you'll get the hang of it. You'll get the impression. A nice addition, once again, just for those that are interested, and especially since, you know, they're really sticking to their guns on the game. And to mm. make make it successful, there's got to be some sort of tournament-style, you know, yeah. modes going here. And that's a great push in that direction. And I definitely think this whole update, like everything we've seen so far is, I mean, these are all the things people have been asking for. These are all the kind of things that will make a game successful. They're, they're, you know, really putting their backs into this one. So it just shows you, you know, how devoted they are to this game, how much they want to support it, how much they've been listening, you know, all the months when people have been saying, I'd like this and this and this and this. I mean, it's all coming. And I think they said in a few weeks, you know, sometime in the future but they're they're definitely trying to give us everything they can to make this game a success uh-huh. it's i think it's pretty admirable i like it yeah i'm i'm definitely uh hip to the whole uh push to make this a bad mamma jamma which it already was mm-hmm. but just yeah. to push it the only thing i still didn't hear about and i just wish they would mention or do something with is some kind of uh marketing something getting out there to the people that hey mm-hmm. come back for those that were here and left, come take a peek. We got all this new stuff. It's freaking this, it's freaking that, it's awesome. And then for new players, you can get this game for 10 to 20 bucks, depending on the yeah. week and where it's at. Get it. It is worth it. You know, mm, They need absolutely. to get that message out there, especially this close to the holidays. This is an easy game for moms and dads to go, oh, it's in the $15 little bin here. Whoop, bam. Bought. And it's a nice, clean, T-rated game. You know, there's not blood and guts and, you know, all that stuff. It's For us, it's a big deal because we're adult men and everything. But for the kids, for little Johnny, for the 15-year-old For the children Johnny, out there. This is for the children. Long live Harambe. And I don't know what I'm trying to say. Your thought process is gone. Buy the game for your goddamn kids. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the game. I'm just saying, they, I wish they had something. Just something in place. They were like, hey, we're going to put out this ad or commercial or just something to just get it back in the brains of people. Well, I think I think once that that fresh coat of paint, the whole new like whole new design and UI layout and everything comes, then you could really do it cuz you'd be like, remember Battleborn, big giant blocky green screen, and you do like the wipe to oh, it's cool Tron see-through looking. That's 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 what Ooh. I thought of, freaking mm-hmm. Tron. Mm, like, yeah, boom, true, yep. sharp. Sharp, clean. Hey, we got a draft mode. You know, 
build the building blocks for ranked motor here build you know build your own tournaments with your captain's pick boom 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 you could just i mean even if it's just an online ad little 30 second ad just bam 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 throwing all the features up on the screen did you do all the stories did you get your golds well guess what boom diamonds mm. oh were you command rank this and this oh boom increased you know that you, kind you of do thing. that little you do that little speed mode and watch the Watch it circle up, bing, 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 and then like command rank or you know commander packs popping up on the screen. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, look at all this cool stuff I can do now. Something like that, anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, but as it stands, I, I'm pretty sure they're just going to rely on like Kotaku and these other um, mm-hmm. magazines and internet, you know, forums to say, hey, Battleborn just did this awesome update, or spin it in a negative scene. Battleborn tried to do something and it's too late. Well, I mean, we, we've seen that happen with games in the past where, you know, maybe there was a negative reception or it kind of slid under the radar, but it just got this awesome update or these awesome updates are coming out. So people jump back on it, you know, get back into it. Something like something like No Man's Sky, for uh-huh. example. Everybody, you know, poo-pooed that. And then now, hey, look, here's this giant update that's coming that's adding in all these things that people wanted from it's the getting, first getting people to come back for a second peek a better mm-hmm. uh, a better thing on that is the division yes That's, absolutely its numbers are skyrocketing again after it did that huge update and then now the survival mode and everything you mm-hmm. know so for those you know the haters out there in the world you know when games fix issues they had and then in, add in all sorts of new and fun uh, things to do mm-hmm. it can come back it's not over it's only over if you make it over it's only over if you know, it's as I always say, a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Oh, it's dead and gone. I bleh. well, it's only dead and gone because you keep saying it's dead and gone. So, mm-hmm. and, and like we said, you know, developers going through this kind of effort to make the game better, to add improvements, to add things people want. This is the kind of stuff that should be celebrated. And I'm not, I'm not just saying that because I'm on a Gearbox Software fan podcast. You know, any any team that goes, all right, here are the problems with the game, or hear what people want, and then go through and fix the problems and add what people want, that should be all over the news because there's a lot of game companies that do really bad stuff now, and that gets a lot of press. And then, you know, game companies do really good things. It's just, oh, yeah, hey, remember? Remember? Oh, it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the kind of stuff people should be pushing and should be announcing. We know that our usual folks out there who do support Gearbox are going to go ahead and put the the message out there, but... My only yes. fear is that they're going to be putting the message out to those who already love the game anyway. Yeah. And so I guess it's up to us, for those who do love the game and love Gearbox, mm-hmm. to go to your other friend who might have played it or is thinking about it and push it and say, hey, look, they've added all yeah. this new stuff. This is definitely worth it. You know, we got mm-hmm. Howard to get this game. Yeah, you know? that's true. And if we can make Howard get a game, I'm telling you. We can make anything, anything happen. Anything is possible, okay? You anything. and I are going on that rocket ship to the moon. That's here. right, to the moon. We're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah, that was a nice little long spiel about how we love Gearbox and hope you guys you know, support them, which is yes, absolutely. strange. But, hey, do it. I don't care. It's late at night. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock, man. It's after yeah. 10. Exactly. But that about wraps it up for the stream, right? Yeah, that's it. If you guys have any feedback for us, let us know what you thought of the stream. Let us know what you're looking forward to. What changes did you like the most, the least? Yeah. 
All that all that stuff. <laughs> all the things. Send us your feedback. It's not time for the mailbag because I did it earlier. That's right. But if you have any feedback for us, you can email us at info at thirdshift.me. We're on Twitter under Third Shift Me. That's Third Shift Me. And you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Yep. As always, we love you guys. We uh, yes. appreciate you guys listening, taking the time out of your busy days or your drudging work schedules to listen to two crackheaded people talk. I love it. <laughs> Nothing pleases me more than going, yep, some poor soul had to listen to me talk for a while. Ah, I have corrupted their mind. At least one of them's Howard, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we appreciate everybody out there. You know, Thanks for listening. And we'll keep on making this content. And speaking of making this content, we'd like to thank you know those who've been out there and throwing the tips our way with the Patreon. We've said over and over that we yes. got. Uh, regardless, we're gonna keep on going. But we definitely mm. appreciate those tips. You know, just gives us a little motivation, lets us know there's a few people out there who really do love what we're doing and think it's worth a little something out there. Yep, we definitely appreciate it. And, of course, as always, this podcast drops every Friday. So we'll see you guys again on the 16th for our next episode. You can find the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podomatic. We upload to YouTube. We're on Google Play Music. We're all over the place. And if you like what we do, please give us a like, a follow, or a subscription on any one of those platforms because we really appreciate it. Heck, yeah, we need to be number one on the iTunes. That's like a big thing, isn't it? That's never going to happen. If we get enough likes on there and enough five-star ratings, Matt, we could be number one on the iTunes. And we're then going on that rocket ship. We're going ship. on the rocket Straight ship to the, to the moon. moon, Matt. To the moon. <laughs> so, oh. with that, as always, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. And now, don't, don't forget, forget to save. Shut up and sit down.